Thank you for joining our broadcast today at City Life Church. We would love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. Please take a minute to send us your story at info at citylifechurch.cc. And if God has used this ministry to touch you in any way, we want to encourage you to partner with us financially to help us bring God's word to other people. You can go to our website at citylifechurch.cc to find the giving options that works best for you. Now in today's message, Pastor Tony will be delivering an encouraging word that we know is going to touch your life. We pray that you listen with expectation, believing that everything you need from God, he's going to do it. Enjoy today's message. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Matthew chapter 6, reading in verse 9, Jesus was talking to his disciples. And he began to teach them how to pray. Not not a ritualistic formula to recite. Now, if you recite the Lord's Prayer, it's a beautiful prayer. It's powerful. And any time you recite the words of Jesus and you declare the words of Jesus, it's powerful. But he was giving them more of a formula than a template. What he was saying was, I'm giving you a formula. And when you pray, pray like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I want to talk to you for the next few weeks about God's kingdom coming in our life. What is the kingdom of God? What is the kingdom that Jesus talked about? John the Baptist would tell us as Jesus had arrived that the kingdom of heaven was at hand. The kingdom of God has now arrived, is what John would say. And as John would see Jesus coming, he would declare, there he is, behold, the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. He would say, that is the kingdom of God in the flesh. Jesus would walk into baptismal waters and be baptized by John. And when he came out of the waters, it was a coronation of sorts. Because the Bible said when Jesus came out of the waters, it was a signal and a symbol of his earthly ministry beginning. He was always all God, but it was a public coronation. The Bible said the heavens opened, the Holy Spirit came down in the form of a dove, and the Bible said the Father began to speak and he declared this, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. It was a coronation. It was putting Jesus on public display with public affirmation of the heavens. And what if in this next season, in our 21 days, the heavens opened in your life? What if the Holy Spirit was poured out in a way that we have never experienced? What if the Father gave you a fresh word that declared where you're at and who you are is in direct alignment with what he's called you to do. Just what if the heavens were to shift and the Holy Spirit were to move and God were to speak something about your life? I've got good news. He is still opening the heavens. He is still pouring out his spirit and he is still speaking. For the Bible says we do not live by bread alone, but by every word that flows out of the mouth of God. What is the kingdom of God? Jesus talked about it. He said, I've come to preach the kingdom. I've come to declare the kingdom. 
I've come to advance the kingdom. I've come to establish the kingdom. What is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God from the Old Testament to the New Testament. It's the reign and the rule of God. It's the reign and the rule of God. It's God reigning in power and establishing his rule on earth. His rule, his principles, his system. Those things that if we live by, leads us to greater places. Jesus began to teach about the kingdom. And he began to establish the kingdom. And he would begin to move and he would begin to talk to people about the kingdom of God coming. But then he would tell us that the kingdom of God was not earthly things. He said, it's not about what you wear. It's not about what you eat. It's not about what you have. I'm sure if it was today and present, he'd say, it's not about what you drive or where you live or what neighborhood you're in or what club you're a member of. But he said, the kingdom of God is within you. And he said, if it ever resides in you, it will get out of you. And before God can flow through you, he must be in you. And there are some that want God to flow through them and work around them, but he's not in them. And when you understand who you are and that God's kingdom, his rule and reign is in you and that God is reigning. And and see, if I were to go to um, England, it, it would be called the United Kingdom because they have a king. If I were to go to the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, I would go there and it would be called that because they have a king and a crown prince that's been in trouble lately. But, but, but here's what you have to understand. We live in a democracy, so we have a president that we elect. In a kingdom, the president is an elected. In the kingdom, the king is not elected. And Jesus came to take his rightful throne. It would not be a throne of gold. It would be a cross of wood. And he would establish a kingdom. And he would declare to men and women, because I've come, the kingdom of God is not just going to be with you, but it's going to reside in you. He would tell his disciples that he would drag around the the, the shores of Galilee. One day I will leave you, but, but be of good cheer. I am not going to leave you as orphans. I am going to reside in you. I am going to send my spirit and I'm going to set up a kingdom that is going to rule and reign and the good news is it's raining 2,000 years later in Tampa, Florida and Jesus began to teach about the kingdom and he began to teach us how to pray. He said when you pray, pray like this. Walk into God's presence in relationship. Don't walk in thinking he's just some foreign power out there, some dignitary you will never meet, some force out there beyond your touch but when you walk into his presence, no that he is your father a good good father and when you walk in walk in in a spirit of worship say my father which art in heaven I know you are holy he said when you declare that what you're saying is I know you lack nothing oh I lack but you lack nothing I am broken but you are whole I am hurting but you are healing I may be poor but you are always rich and when you walk in tell him who he is not that God needs to be reminded minded. God knows who he is. He is the alpha and the omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is the first and the last. He's the creator of the universe. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is Jehovah Elohim. He knows who he is. He is from Genesis to Revelation, the God that is and is to come. But when you remind yourself who he is, when I 
walk in and I realize that I'm talking to my father. I'm talking to a God that hears all and knows all and sees all. I can declare our father which art in heaven. You are holy. You are complete. You lack nothing. You are it. You are the one. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. When God's kingdom comes in your life, his will begins to unfold. Some of you are looking for God's plan in 2019. You're still looking back at 2018 saying, where was it? Most of the time we do not discover God's plan, his purpose, or his will in our life because we have never invited his reigning power to reign in us. Oh, it can reign around us. It can rain at Sunday at 9 o'clock when the music is going. But not on Monday. Surely not on Tuesday. And definitely not on Friday because that's when I go out. But when you invite him in you, it's not relegated to a church. You see, here's, here's, the, here's the revelation. Before we bought this building, it was a grocery store. I mean, you, some of you are sitting in, you know, the, the coffee aisle and, and, and the toilet paper aisle over here. And uh, some of I'm moving. You know, I, I'm in the seafood department right here. My office is where the liquor store was. You know what we did? We just gutted it all out. We remodeled it. But when we took residence, it was not serving uh, 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 natural type food. We began to serve the food of the Spirit. And when we arrived, we declared that this place now would be the house of God. See, here's what's happened. When the kingdom of God arrives, it changes everything. It causes old things to pass away and all things to become new. And he said, Jesus began to teach about the kingdom. He said, I've come to declare the kingdom. I've come to declare a good news that will set a captive free, that will establish freedom for the oppressed and give vision to those that are blind and he said when this kingdom comes it will come in power it will begin to reign and it will begin to set a rule in your life that will help you navigate into seasons that are unknown but first when you realize that God's kingdom is coming and that I am a body I am a soul and I am a spirit I live in a body I have a soul but I am a spirit and my spirit will live on Jesus said I have come that you may flourish in every area and when the kingdom of God is unlocked in your spirit, the natural things will begin to flourish. And there are some of you that desire things in your natural world to begin to activate and begin to move, but it will never happen until God's kingdom comes in power in your life because God's purpose and plan is bigger than you. It's beyond you. It's more than you can fathom, more than you can write down, more than you can imagine. And we're trying to make our little plans work. And God said, oh no, it's a big plan. It's, it's a massive plan. As Donald Trump would say, it's a huge plan. And if you ever get a hold of the plan of God in your life, it will take you to places you have never been. And when you understand that God's purpose in me is just waiting to be unlocked, the first thing I have to realize, this is the place. Where I am right now is the place. Where I am walking right now is the place. I don't have to wait for some magical season to come. I don't have to hope that I finally get there. But this is the place. Somebody say, this is the place. Look at your neighbor and say, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. God knew you would be here. 
You arriving in Tampa, Florida in 2019, sitting in City Life Church this morning, didn't catch God off guard. Sometimes we miss the place because we're so consumed with the next place. We're so consumed with the next move. And if I can just get out of here. And we fail to let God work in our life where we're at. But what if you say, Father, while I'm here, I don't know how long it will be. You do. As long as you have me here, I'm going to let your kingdom come. And I'm going to let you rule and reign in my life. Because this is the place. One more time, say, this is the place. Say, I'm in the right place. Not only is this the place, not only is this the place, but now is the time. Now is the time. Somebody say, now is the time. Now is the time. When I realize that God's timing is perfect, it is never late, it is never early, but it is always aligned directly with his will in his purpose. Friend, you may think time has expired. You may think your gifts have expired. You may think you missed it and you should have done it in the last season. Now is the time. You're at the right place and now is the time. God says it's the time that worshipers would rise up and worship me in spirit and in truth. Now is the time. It's your time to seize the opportunity. It's your time to move into the things of God and let his kingdom reigning power be established in your life. Now is the time. Look at your neighbor and say, now is the time. Say, you're not only in the right place, it's the right time. Now is the time. Here it is. Here's the kicker. This one's the hard one to, to grasp sometimes. I am the one. Somebody say, I am the one. Oh, it's easy to believe your neighbor is going to walk in blessing. It's easy to believe that your neighbor or your friend or somebody you see at work is aligned to be blessed. But I've got good news. You're the one. I love the story of young David, the shepherd. He walks in a room one day. There's a long-haired prophet named Samuel standing there with a jar of oil. And the minute David walks in the room, the Spirit of God, not Samuel, but the Spirit of God, the kingdom of God, the authority of God said, that's the one, that's the one, the shepherd, yeah, that's the one, the youngest of them all, that's the one, the ready one, yes, that's the one. And when you ever get in your mind and in your spirit that you are the one, oh, it's not my neighbor, it's not my, oh, God's got something for them. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not the popular guy, it's not the popular girl, it's not the one that has it all together, but it's me. God has a specific assignment for me in the earth. I'm in the right place and now is the time and I am the one. Some of you need to get up every morning, look in the mirror and say, you're the one. You're the one that is marked with destiny. You're the one that is marked with purpose. You're the one God has called to walk as more than an overcomer. The Bible said everywhere that Jesus went, he began to proclaim the kingdom. I love what happens in Luke chapter 8. The Bible said he walked around on a tour declaring the kingdom of God. And when he went, the Bible said that he had women that had been delivered from evil spirits. He had 12 disciples with him. And the Bible said everywhere he went, the New Living Translation said he was on tour. He was on tour. He was in a bus rolling around, stopping from village to village. And the Bible said everywhere he went, he got off the bus and said the kingdom of heaven as at hand. What are you talking about? Look at these. They were bound by evil spirits, but now they're free. See these men? They were ordinary fishermen. Now they are world changers. They are going to turn the world upside down. They don't look like an army right now, but just wait. 2,000 years from now, there will be a billion people on planet earth that proclaim the name of Jesus because this group right here, the kingdom of God, 
God is about to explode in their life. If you could only see your next season, you would jump to your feet and say, I am the one. I am the one. I'm in the right place. And now is my time. I don't have to wait. Now is the time. I don't have to wonder. Now is the time. I don't have to wish. Now is the time. I've got a good word for somebody. God's declaring over you, thy kingdom come. My will is about to be done on earth as it is in heaven. The heavens are about to open. The Holy Spirit is about to move. Revival is about to come. Renewal is taking place. I'm telling you, there's some warriors rising up in this season. Jesus, he walks into a setting, and the Bible said it's a place where people that had issues gathered. It was called the Pool of Bethesda. The word Bethesda means place of mercy. The problem was there were people at the place of mercy experiencing very little mercy. It's the way church is sometimes. We come and we feel better, but nothing happens in our life. We come and Sunday was good and we're like, man, I felt God in that place. But the problem is we do not sense God at our place. We don't sense God in the car ride home. We don't sense God at our home. Chaos is in our family. But God wants your family to be a kingdom family. We don't sense God in our finances. God wants your finances to be kingdom finances. He wants you to walk with kingdom vision and live by kingdom favor. And have kingdom authority. And have kingdom freedom. And uncover your kingdom purpose. And Jesus said, if you seek the kingdom, everything else will fall in place. Favor will be at your disposal. Anointing will rest upon your life. It can take you from being a shepherd to a king. And along the way, you may just kill a giant with a rock. It will cause your name to be lifted because you have lifted the kingdom name. Jesus walks into this setting. And the Bible said when he walks into this setting, the Bible says he surveys those that are there. They're in a house of mercy, a church setting, but they're broken. They're just existing. And Jesus walks in and he looks at a gentleman. The Bible said he had been there 38 years. It's a long time. 38 years. And his issue began to identify him. The Bible said Jesus knew he had been there a long time because now his surroundings are speaking of his issue. After we dwell in our issue long enough, the surroundings of our life begin to speak of the issues that are in us. Jesus looks at this man and he asks him one question. One question. Will thou be made whole? 38 years this man had been there. Jesus said, thy kingdom come, thy I know I've got some church folks in the house. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Will thou be made whole? 
He said, well, well, Jesus, teacher, rabbi, you don't understand. In a certain season, an angel comes in to this setting and he troubles the water. Every year we have a first of the year church service. Oh, and it's so thick you can get goosebumps. And if you can get to the altar, boy, you're, you're, no, no, no. I didn't ask you that. Will thou be made whole? Jesus, every time I try to get in, somebody cuts in in front of me. No, no, I didn't ask you that. Will thou be made whole? Jesus, every time I try to get in, I look around and there's nobody to help me in. See, here is the problem. If you're waiting for a man or a woman or a person to get you into your next season, it will never happen. But when you realize the kingdom of God that is within you is more than enough, it will carry you from glory to glory. He said, there's no one to help me in the water. And Jesus said, I didn't ask you any of that. I asked you one question. Will you be made whole? What you don't understand is the kingdom of God just walked in this room. The kingdom of God just walked upside this pool. The kingdom of God is standing in your life. And it is asking one question. Do you want the will of God to unfold in your life? Something happened after 38 years. 38 years of loss. 38 years of hurt. 38 years of immobility where he could go nowhere. Where he had to have others help him after 38 years one word changed everything after 38 years the heavens begin to open the holy spirit begin to fall and the word of god begin to speak one word will you be made whole and i don't know exactly what the rest of the conversation was but jesus looks at him and said now get up roll your bed up and get down the road this isn't your home any longer i've got a good word for somebody where you used to live where you used to dwell the issues that used to destroy your life you're about to pack them up because you're headed to a new season because when the kingdom of God comes his will comes and his will for your life is this that you are the head and not the tail the first and not the last you are blessed going in and you are blessed coming out his will for your life is you are healed you are whole his will for your life you're more than an overcome You are a conqueror in Christ Jesus. His will in your life is for you to rise above and never live below. Come on, jump to your feet. Somebody declare the kingdom of God. It's the way he starts. Listen. Our Father which art in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Then he goes on to talk about being delivered from trespass and temptation and That we're to release forgiveness. But this is how he ends. This is how he ends the model prayer. He said, I'm teaching you a formula to pray. When you end end like this, let God know, for thine is the kingdom and the glory. For yours is the kingdom and the glory. For yours is the kingdom and the glory. For yours is the kingdom. And when your kingdom arrives, your glory is released. 
When your kingdom arrives, your power is released. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. There's no limits. Matter of fact, when the angel showed up and told Mary that Jesus was on his way, he said his kingdom will have no end. There is no limits to it. He is the God that was and is and is to come. He said, when you pray, you end like this. I'm bound in a crazy day, but you are an eternal God with an eternal kingdom. I'm trapped in a crazy month, in a crazy year, but you are an eternal God. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and forever. Amen. I'm telling you what's about to happen. God's kingdom is going to come. His power is going to be released, and his glory is going to be on display. Now listen, I'm going to say that one more time. We're going to end. His kingdom is going to come. His power is going to be released. And his glory is going to be on display. People are going to look at you and say, I don't know what happened, but something's different. I don't know what happened, but they're smiling now. I don't know what's happened. They're walking through hell, but they look like there's joy in their life. I don't know what happened. The doctor gave them a bad report, but there's still a smile on their face. I don't know what happens. I know they're going through a financial hardship, but they're still going and trusting and sowing and believing because we believe that as his kingdom comes, it's not what's around us. It's what's in us. And when his power is released, his glory will be on display. Matter of fact, look at your neighbor and just say, you're a trophy of the glory of God. The enemy would have taken you out in 2018, but you're still here. The enemy would have caused you to lose your mind in 2018, but you're still here. And I can see the glory of the Lord is upon you. I can see that God is working for you. God is fighting for you. But but, but this is what we're going to do. We're going to pray. This is what I want you to do. If you feel comfortable, if you're visiting and and say, Pastor, this seems kind of weird to me. You don't have to do it. But if you're believing that God's kingdom is coming in your life, just lay your hand right here. (laughs) Uh, You're going to be the prophet this morning. You're going to be the prayer warrior over your own life. Sometimes you just have to take authority over your own life. Will you be made whole? There's some of you, you've been by the pool too long. It's your season. There's some of you, you've been discouraged too long. It's your season. There's some of you, you've been depressed too long. It's your season. There's some of you, you had anxiety too long. It's your season. There's some of you lived in those insecurities and in that dysfunction long enough. It's your season. Come on, just lay your hands right here. Father, we declare today that we are marked with your blessing because we are your children. Your kingdom come. Just say that. Your kingdom come. Say it's in me. It doesn't matter what's happening around me because it's in me. And Father, we declare today that you are working in us. And you are working through us. And you are working around us. And you are establishing a kingdom that has no end. And an authority, Father, that is being released in the earth. And Father, we declare today that no weapon, no weapon, no weapon formed against us will prosper. Thank you again for joining us for today's broadcast. Our prayers that it ministered to you and it changed your life. If there's anything we can pray with you about or God has used this ministry to touch you in any way, please send us an email at info at citylifechurch.cc. 
We also want to invite you to be our guest at one of our Sunday or Wednesday worship experiences. You can find our times and locations on our website at citylifechurch.cc. You can also download the City Life app on your smartphones or tablets for more online messages. It was great worshiping with you today, and we'll see you next time.